Welcome everyone to Coaching in a Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about how to quiet the mind because in life our mind is going to be very active and we don't necessarily want our mind to dictate what we shouldn't be doing. We want it to dictate what we can or should be doing. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share this video with whomever you believe can benefit from a mindset shift. So if you're new, we are going to be heading over to RevanConcepts.com and we're going to be looking at today's blog. So you get to the website RevanConcepts.com, then we head over to the resource tab, head over to blogs, and then we can see that we have the news blog today, February 14th, Quiet the Mind, and on Valentine's Day. Now, when we want to quiet the mind, we're going to be talking about what the mind can accomplish for us. Now, typically the mind is going to be racing on what is out there in the world. So we're going to be worried about this or that, but we're not necessarily worried about the right things. So what quieting the mind will do is to allow you to focus on the things that you want to focus on. And that's the key. We need to become more pronounced in what we go after in our life. Because many people just walk through life and then they wonder why they don't have anything. So we have to get into the habit of going after what we want. But in order to do that, we need to have clear and concise goals toward what we want to accomplish. And that's what this blog does, is it's going to help you and give you techniques to quiet your mind. If you know anything about the mind, and on average, we're going to be having around 6,000 thoughts per day. And of course, some of those thoughts are going to be conscious. But the reality is that many of the thoughts that we have are going to be unconscious thoughts. So now we're going to be operating in the bounds of, oh, this is so much to think about rather than let's focus on what we should be thinking about. And this technique of quieting the mind has helped me so much in my career, so much in my life, because I can be worried about so many things. I can allow the world to rile me up and get me angry or I can say, you know what? I'm the person who gives me what I need, who can make everything possible for me. That's certain. I can go out and do whatever I say I want. The problem is when our mind is racing and is so focused on this and that, it can't focus and pinpoint how it should operate. It's like you're lost in a forest and you want to take action, so you decide just to go in a straight line and keep walking in a straight line. That doesn't necessarily guarantee you're going to reach your destination. You might go, be going further into the forest because our mind is similar to that forest. It's endless. It can be endless. And it's going to be difficult to get out of that way of thinking or for a former way of thinking of the loud mind that is so busy, that is so worried with what is happening everywhere. So now let's figure out how we can quiet the mind, because if we can quiet the mind, then we can start to direct our life in the way we want. Some of the tools that I speak about in this blog are going to be talking about meditation, mindfulness, breathing techniques. There's so much content in this blog that's going to help you figure out what ways are going to work for you. And that is the key. What ways are going to work for you? I remember when I was in college 
and I had a friend and I was just starting my mindfulness journey in meditation and breathing and I noticed how powerful doing those tasks were. I was more efficient. I was able to do things in life that I had doubts before, but then when I accomplished them, that mindfulness helped me see, oh wow, this is actually something that is not too difficult. I'm able to do this really well. And I remember one day I was just with my friend and we were just figuring out, hey, let's meditate. That's what I said. And she was like, well, okay, I'll try it out. So we meditate for five minutes. I set my timer for five minutes and we meditated. We just focused on our breathing and we try to quiet the mind. And for me, I was already into the realm of meditating and I was getting in the habit of being proficient at it. And that day, my mind was in a good place. But after the five minutes and the timer beeped, the first thing she said was, I did terrible. And I asked why. And she's like, because I just kept thinking about things. And I was like, yeah, in the beginning, that is the case. You keep thinking about things because the mind has a natural tendency to think. It doesn't have a natural tendency to stay still. But yet, we quiet the mind incorrectly most of the time when we do want to quiet the mind. We quiet the mind with sitting on the sofa and watching TV for hours and hours a day. We quiet the mind by grabbing our smartphone and allowing it to dictate how we're going to be doing things. And it's difficult to allow the mind to just carry on with what it wants. So now we understand something. The mind is loud. It wants to be heard. It wants to say things. So when we're focused on quieting the mind, the mind is like, well, I'm going to be loud. It's like an unruly child. And just like my friend, she had a hard time quieting the mind. For me, I was like, yeah, it takes time. And even though I was getting there, that day I had a few things pop up in my mind. And I had to figure out why they popped up in my mind. And I had to figure out, do I need them too? Because many of the thoughts we have, we don't even necessarily take action on. Because again, the majority of thoughts we have in a day are going to be unconscious. So the amount of conscious thoughts we make are going to be minuscule to the ones that we think about unconsciously or we do subconsciously. And for the people who think that watching a movie or going on the phone is a type of meditation, I would have to say not necessarily. Now, it can relax you. It can help you figure out, okay, I need this. But when we add noise to trying to be quiet, our mind just takes that noise and gets louder because our mind wants to be heard. So whatever noise you incorporate into the world, guess what happens? Now the mind wants to operate on a louder premise. I want to be heard, not what is on the outside. But when you quiet your voice and when you stop your outside stimulus from affecting, your mind seems like it's shouting where a thought keeps popping in your mind. And that could be both negative and positive. And the proper 
form of meditation is to allow your mind to be blank. And the best way to view meditation is going to be thinking of a river. And the river is flowing. And every single thought that you have is a leaf on top of the river. And as the river is flowing, the leaves are flowing down the river. And of course, a thought comes into your mind and that thought is a leaf. But we don't stop that leaf. We don't pick up that leaf. We allow that leaf to go down the river, to keep on going downstream and carry on. And we might have a lot of leaves that day. It might be fall. But now we're operating under the bounds of our thoughts are coming and going. If you have been part of the Reverend Concepts community for some time, you will know that 90 seconds is the key for your emotional state. That means emotions last 90 seconds. So if you understand that an emotion lasts 90 seconds, how long does a thought last? And a thought can be less than a second. Now, do we allow our thoughts to be less than a second? Typically, no. Typically, we're going to think about it. We're going to ruminate on it. In reality, most of our subconscious thoughts or unconscious thoughts are less than a second. We think about it and we go, nope, I'm not going to do that. But then we apply our goals to our life. We say, oh, I want this in my life. I want something more. But yet we don't necessarily do what is right. We do the wrong things. We're so focused on what's happening in the world where we forget to focus on what's happening in our world, in our mind, in our heart, within our being. We don't take a self-assessment for our well-being. We take a self-assessment to see if we're quality enough. And that's what happens in schools. We, they take an assessment to figure out their grade level. Are they on grade level, yes or no? Though that is helpful, in the process of quieting the mind, we're trying to figure out what is our true desires. Because now that we operate under the bounds of our mind is quiet and not going to be loud, then we can start to figure out, all right, this is what I really want in life. I have many clients who come to me and they say, Mike, I don't know what I want to do in my life. I don't know my purpose. I don't really know what to do. And I say, okay, not a problem. Let's get to work. And we start the process. And though I don't say quiet the mind to the clients, I always say, well, tell me what you'd like to do. And we have a conversation. And then I look for what they don't tell me. Because as a mindset coach, I'm looking on how your mind is wired. Because if it's wired in a way that's not going to correlate to you reaching your goals quickly, because you can have a poor mindset and still reach your goals, it's just how well do you get there or are you going to get there in a timely fashion? So for the people who are working with me and we're trying to figure out what's going on, I just listen and I figure out what is the missing part. And then, of course, I offer advice and I offer solutions to their issues that they're having. And of course, when we start to make the progress, it's going to be a rapid change within that first month of coaching. If you're going to just operate under the bounds of, well, I could do this myself, then of course you can. I'm not saying that you cannot, but you have to understand that you have to learn how to quiet your mind yourself. You have to learn how to overcome all the challenges yourself. You have to learn how to do the work to become more mindful, to practice meditation, breathing techniques. You have to do that all by yourself. 
And that's a big thing to do. And when you have someone who can help alleviate some of that stress or that learning curve and just can give you the wisdom, that's going to be more beneficial than if you went off and did trial and error. Because if it's one thing we don't have enough of is time, but yet the only thing we have is time. It's a conundrum that we have, and it's a conundrum that we have to have a loud voice in our current society. Because if we don't have a loud mind, then we're not necessarily relevant. Because we have to let our voice be heard, but when our voice does not need to be spoken, what are we doing? Are we doing the necessary things to make our life better? Are we becoming more ambitious? Are we fulfilling our goals? Are we trying to make our life the best life it can be? And for many people, that's not the case. Many people just allow what the world gives them, and that is their life. And I'm not saying that has to be your life, because you can go after anything you want in life. The people who come work with me, they want something more in their life, or they think they want something more in their life. Because it is easy to say you want something, but then... When you have to put in the work, that's where the challenge comes. Because when we wake up in the morning, we don't necessarily want to go out and be ambitious. We might want to stay in bed. We might not want to push ourselves and be proactive in our day. So if we know that we don't necessarily want to be more proactive in our day, what are the reasons? How is our mind formulated and structured that is not helping us get to where we want to be in life? So now we have to figure out, well, we have to do the work to figure out how our mind is operating. But when you go into your mind, you're like, whoa, there's a lot of stuff here. Your mind is thinking about this, is thinking about this, is worried about this, and is worried about that. And before you know it, you're like, I'm stressed. I'm burnt out. I don't necessarily want to do this. So I'm going to ignore my mind as much as possible. And the mind's still racing but you're going to ignore it. And when you ignore the mind and you don't put in the work to quiet the mind, what starts to happen is that your life starts to break down because you're operating under the bounds of your mind is in control, not you. So it's going to do the things that are easy. It's going to do the things that don't require a lot of effort. If it's not a lot of effort, you're not going to make a lot of progress. So now people are so concerned about doing this and doing that, and they have all these aspirations, they have all these wants and desires for themselves, and they can have that. The problem comes with them not wanting to put in the work. So if they're not willing to put in the work, how can they achieve those great things in life? And the process of quieting the mind has helped me especially figure out what direction I want to go. And The direction didn't necessarily have a destination. I didn't say I wanted to be this type of person or I wanted to accomplish this in my life. I just started. Now, over the years, I have been able to define that better. But initially, when I started the process of quieting my mind, becoming more mindful and becoming more ambitious toward the person that I thought at the time I would like to become. It was the start of quieting the mind that allowed me to figure out what direction I needed to move in. Because it's easy for us to simply say, I want this in my life, and we don't take action. 
Look at New Year's resolutions, for example. We are loud, loud, loud. This is my New Year's resolution. And guess what happens? We stop. Today is February 14th, the day where people are going to be going out, buying flowers and candy and all the stuff for their partners and their special people in life. Now, that's a nice thing, right? To go out and let someone know you appreciate them. But why do they need a day for appreciation? Why not give them a life of appreciation? And it comes to what is your focus on? And we focus on what we aim at. So if you're looking at trying to make a good relationship, that needs to be addressed on the premise of what you need to do each day, each week, each month, not each year. Because if you wait a year to do something, you're not going to make much progress in it. And then people wonder why things don't work. I understand being in a relationship is not easy, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be difficult. So the same is true as you have your New Year's resolutions. And if you have your New Year's resolutions still, great, keep it up. But typically at this time, the momentum is going to be dying down. So that means you're going to be faced with the reality of, all right, do I want to keep doing this? And many people don't necessarily want to keep doing it because it is a lot of work. And the brain understands, well, this is a lot of work. And it's easy for the brain to say, I'd rather just come home stressed from work and sit on the sofa and do nothing because that's how I think I'm going to recover. That's not mindfulness, that's laziness. And I'm not saying that you don't have a difficult job. I'm not saying that your job doesn't require a lot of energy because that's not true. It does require a lot of energy. But if you don't have enough energy in a day, you need to figure out how to get more. And you can do that by eating healthy, by getting coaching, by working out. There's so many different ways that you can get more energy, more motivation, more momentum. However you want to do it, that's up to you, right? You have to put in the work. You have to put in the the conscious choice of this is what works for me. What works for you, you should be doing it until you start to get the things that you want. And then when you get the things you want, then the only thing you have to do is maintain. So when you get a quiet mind in your life, it's not something that you reach it and then you say, okay, my mind is quiet and I'm able to think and and be more appropriate how I act on a given day. It is easy for the mind to lose focus and lose track. Even myself, I have to do work every about two to three months to get my mind back in order. I have to figure out where am I going wrong? What do I need? Because if I look at how my mindset is, it's a strong mindset, yeah. But at the same time, it's like I have a battery. And the battery drains if I can't fill it up or if I don't do the work to fill it up. And the way I fill it up is going to be by meditating, by being mindful, breathing, yoga, right? Being mindful, being aware of life, and then figuring out what progress am I making? Because I can be making progress in the bounds of I'm able to make more money, I'm able to do more things in life, I hit maybe new PRs in the gym. So there's a lot of things that I can look at, but what I want to look at is how my mind is. Is it positive or is it negative? And sometimes when the mind is loud, we can't even figure out if our life is good. Think about it. How many people are unhappy in the world? 
But yet, so many people just wake up on Monday, they go to work, come home, and they keep doing this process. And eventually, they say, I don't want to do this anymore. They're not excited to go to work. They're not excited to come home. They're not excited to live. You're not excited for life because there's always something for the mind to be worried about. There's always something for the mind to be focused on. And what we need to do is shift that way our mind is focusing on things and start to operate under the bounds on what we would like to accomplish, what we would like to do on a given day. And you might have a list of a hundred things and the only thing you have to do, quiet the mind and just pick your top priority task. It might be three things at first, then it might be 10 things when you get a little bit better. And if you get really good, maybe you're able to accomplish all 100 tasks that you want to accomplish that day. Now, some will be more important, some might be trivial, but the fact that you're able to quiet the mind and focus on who you're becoming is going to help you elevate in life, help you find happiness, find your purpose, your passion. And then to develop into a person who's going to be operating under the bounds of their fullest potential. Because we all have great potential in life. And if you're going to be wasting it away, then you have to understand that you can't be upset because you don't have something in your life. You can't be upset because the world is not going the way you wish it would go. It is because you haven't done the work yet. And if you want to do the work, Head over to RevanConcepts.com. Look at the articles, the blog articles. Look at the motivational videos and or get some coaching. Figure out what you need in order to elevate yourself so you can quiet the mind and then be loud in life because your actions should be loud, not your mind. If you're just tuning in, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and to share the video. I will see everyone on Wednesday for the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone take care.